Hi, everybody, and welcome to another MedTeach on the Go podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. I'm Dr. Jen Middleton, the Program Director for Faculty Development at Ohio Health, and today's topic is the five micro skills. So I really like these micro, very short, mini skills. They apply, I think, to almost any teaching um, environment that we're working in. They were originally developed within the primary care sphere for outpatient office precepting, but I frankly think that these can work in the emergency room setting, in the OR, in the hospital, rounding. It's a really nice way to make sure that you are getting meaningful teaching in for your residents even if you only have a few minutes to do it as you're walking from one room to the next in the hospital or in between precepting patients in the office setting or in the emergency department. So I'm gonna walk you through these five micro skills. As always, if you would like to dig in a little bit deeper, you will find the full recording from today's MedTeach on the go webinar at medteachonthego.com and CME credit is available for that webinar. So the five micro skills, the first is to get a commitment. The second is to probe for supporting evidence. The third, teach general rules. Fourth, reinforce what was done well. And fifth, correct mistakes. So let's quickly walk through each of these micro skills. The first micro skill is to get a commitment. So this comes into play more often with our less experienced learners, our medical students, or perhaps the new PGY1s who are about to arrive here at the end of June and beginning of July, where they come to present a patient or a case to you they give you the history, they give you the physical, and then they just kind of stop. Or they do all of that and look at you and say, what should we do now? What do we do next? I'm stuck. It's really tempting in those moments, um, you know, being the expert physicians that we are, to jump in with the answer and say, here's what we're gonna do. Here's how to get unstuck. If we really wanna help our learners develop our, their clinical reasoning though, we need to stop and make sure that they have that commitment, that they are engaged to working through the details of the case. That doesn't mean they're gonna come up with all the answers by themselves, but it does mean that they are committed to taking ownership of that patient case, that they are the ones um, who are gonna be working with that patient, not just handing everything off to you. So when that moment comes that the learner just kind of stops or even flat out asks, what should we do? Or says, I don't know what to do. That's when you can use this first micro skill. And here's a couple examples of phrases you can use. You can ask, well, what do you think might be going on? What diagnoses are you considering? If they're really feeling flustered and overwhelmed, you might even call that out and say, boy, I can tell you're really feeling overwhelmed about this case. What's making it difficult for you? Any of those questions that will kind of help bring your learner back into being actively involved with what's going on with that patient, as opposed to passively observing what you are gonna do, 
is key if you want to advance their clinical reasoning skill. So first things first, get a commitment. You often don't need to do this with more experienced learners, especially with learners that you may have a longitudinal relationship with, as commonly happens in residency education. So, you know, in June, a PGY3 coming into precept with me, I don't need to usually ask to get a commitment um, in the hospital or in the office setting. But for newer or unsure learners, or even those more experienced learners who sometimes get stuck, as we all do, Making sure that they are committed to being engaged is really important if you want any of the rest of what's to follow to help build their knowledge and their reasoning. The second micro scale is to probe for supporting evidence. Personally, this is my favorite micro scale because I think it is the most powerful in terms of helping our learners learn how to think about making clinical decisions. So the temptation can be when our learner comes in, gives us the history, gives us the exam, tells us what they think is going on, to say, yep, I agree, or nope, I don't agree. And there's a time and a place for that. But if you've got 30 to 60 seconds before you do that, stop and ask, okay, you're telling me that you think this patient has pneumonia. What about the presentation supports that diagnosis? Other ways to probe for supporting evidence, you can ask, all right, I agree with you, it probably does sound like pneumonia, but did you consider anything else on your differential? You can also probe for supporting evidence regarding the treatment decisions they're making. This is especially valuable, I would say, for upper level residents. All right, well, why did you choose this particular antibiotic or did you choose this test? Or in the OR, why did you choose this approach or that particular tool? When learners articulate out loud their reasoning process, almost always that is going to give you an opportunity to either reinforce something that they did well and or help broaden their reasoning to make it more sophisticated the next time. So try to resist that urge to agree or disagree right away and ask first before you do that for them to explain to you what their thought process is. What were the findings that led you to this diagnosis? What else did you consider on the differential? Why did you choose that treatment, that plan, that test, that approach? The third micro skill is to teach a general rule. Now the folks who wrote the micro skills knew what they were doing. They intentionally did not put this one first because that's what all of us kind of intuitively want to do, right? As medical teachers, we've got all this knowledge, we're excited to share it. As soon as we get the opportunity to start sharing some pearls, we wanna do it. But we need to rein it in a little bit to make sure first that we have a learner who we have a commitment from, so they're going to be actively engaged and not just passively observing. And we want to give them the opportunity to show us what they know and how well they can reason so far. Then we can teach that general rule, provide that pearl to reinforce or help broaden their thinking process going down the pike. It's important that that general rule is short. Remember, these are micro skills. I'm making air quotes that you can't see there. 
Um, this should not be, you know, an extended soapbox, diatribe, sermon, whatever. It should be a quick pearl that immediately applies to this patient that the learner can then use. Remember, adult learners like to apply new information right away that your learner can then use and apply to that case um, to broaden their reasoning and their clinical thinking. So resist that urge to get that clinical, that general rule, that pearl out there until you have that commitment and you've had the chance to probe for supporting evidence. The fourth micro scale is to reinforce what was done well. And this is more than just kind of that, hey, good job, way to go. You really wanna be specific about the behavior, the observation, um, the thought process, whatever it is that your learner did well that you want them to do again. Sometimes this is not easy to find what was done well, especially for our less experienced learners, but there is something there. And identifying that and helping them to be deliberate and conscious about repeating it again in the future is very powerful educationally. So looking for what was done well and reinforcing it is micro skill number four. Micro skill five is correcting mistakes. On the webinar today, we talked about the difference between providing that constructive feedback in a way that is going to enable change and in ways that is just kind of more criticism and makes it difficult for our learners to make the change we want them to make. There was a great question in the chat box about how do we tell the difference between when we're giving that constructive feedback, making sure it is something the learner can use versus just, hey, you didn't do that well, but then not giving the guidance about what to do next. And my response to that question was exactly that. Your feedback has to include a statement about what you want to see them do differently, either with this particular case or the next time or both. The example we worked through today in the webinar was a patient coming in with pneumonia who also had some hemoptysis. And the um, teaching Pearl, so we taught a general rule and corrected a mistake at the same time, was to remind the learner that, especially in this hypothetical patient who had a lengthy smoking history, was not sufficient to ascribe the patient's hemoptysis to pneumonia that it was important to evaluate for a lung malignancy as well. So often that third and fifth micro skill kind of come together for me, at least in my teaching style, working with residents one-on-one, -on -one, where if there's something I would like to see them do differently, I can provide that general rule or that pearl and then, you know, gosh, we gotta, we gotta consider lung malignancy in the differential here. I think we need to work that up by blah, 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 okay? So the five micro scales, get a commitment, probe for supporting evidence, teach a general rule, reinforce what was done well, and correct mistakes. So my challenge to you today is to choose one of those micro scales to commit to. If you'd like to read more about those micro scales, you can check out the webinar on medteachonthego.com. You will find the reference list there. If you'd like to read the original source material um, for the micro skills, you'll also find lots of quick takes and quick sheets on the website 
with some advice and tips for delivering feedback, especially that really difficult feedback that often feels uncomfortable to give. So I encourage you to check out all those resources. It's great to be with you again today. Until we meet again, thanks for being with MedTeach on the go. I'm Dr. Jen Middleton. Keep on teaching.